Now back to the Midday Grind with Martin and Marlo on 590 The Fan and 590thefan.com. Each time you leave, cause darling, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. So it's gonna be forever, or it's gonna go down in flames. You can tell me when it's over, mm-hmm. if the high was worth the pain. Got a long list of ex-lovers, they'll tell you I'm insane. Cause you know I love the players, and you love the game. We'll Welcome back. 1236 in the beautiful city of St. Louis. Midday grind. Final segment before we pass it over to the hard line. All right. I got to plead ignorance here. I'm not up on my pop. Who is this? This is Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Okay. Fair enough. You can usually guess Taylor Swift if it's a a female artist nowadays. Rockio. Is that fair? She's a good guess. Yeah. The top guess. I mean... I honestly, I, I've guessed some Taylor Swift songs or Katy Perry. I've, I've guessed vice versa. It happens. So Andy Strickland may be joining us. I was wondering because he's at the rink right now. I know Blues practice started around 11, 11.30. Sometimes around the ice earlier. Sometimes the interviews happen a little earlier. So you maybe he's... You mentioned he was doing a few feature pieces for uh, Fox Sports Midwest. Maybe okay. the uh, the video vault. Probably he does ready the, kind for of the playoff hockey. Watching the tape with the player, which is a very good segment okay. they do there. How about a Patty Maroon segment now? Patty, you're scoring. Describe why. He's been really good lately. Pat Maroon is a great soundbite as well. He gives great interviews. And I know for a while, Blues fans, and they love the guy because he's a St. Louis guy. Absolutely. But I think it took him a while to find his role with the Blues. And he was fighting and he was providing energy. But now he's also showing up on the score sheet. He's been very good. He's, I, but you're right. He, he's found his niche because I think early on, I, I don't necessarily know one. He knew what it was, and obviously the coaching staff didn't know. That's why we had a coaching change. Uh, but he's found a home on his line. He has found a way to play the game. He's not playing anywhere near he the, the same way he was earlier in the year, and it's worked with him. And i tell you what I like about him. You said he's a great soundbite. He doesn't take himself too seriously because I do feel – during this little run, there are times when he scores, he holds his hands up, he's got a big smile, and it's almost like he's going, yeah, I don't know how that one went in either, but I'm really glad it did. And, it, and we're all cheering for him, obviously, but there is, there's a little bit of that where you go, I don't know how that one got done, but all right, we'll take it. And he's also the type of player that I feel like hockey fans love and St. Louis hockey fans, and again, not just because he's from here, but that type of player who's a big dude, he scores dirty goals, He's not going to go out there usually in toe drag and have some Tarasenko-type shots, but he's going to muck and grind, and he's going to score the dirty goals, and he's going to fight for you. And like you said afterwards, he's just going to kind of aw shucks. I, I remember a couple couple weeks ago as the Blues are going on this this run, and it might have been right in the middle or at the end of their 11-game win streak, and there was a ton of media there one day at either a skater practice. and So there's just tons of media in there, and... Patty Maroon kind of walks in on his skates and goes, oh, now you guys all want to come here. We're doing well, right? Didn't see you the last couple months, which is kind of true, but he was having fun with it. Yeah, that, that's, that's definitely a good thing. And he has been, uh, he's been the perfect person for this group right now because they do need a little toughness, and that's what he brings. The, t- the team has team toughness. They don't have one guy that's going to be able to go out there and try and intimidate or answer some intimidation. He's been able to do that. Uh, during this run as well. So it, he's filled a role in a lot of different ways. So it's been great. Another guy, 
stepping up, especially lately, which you knew he had promised, but did you expect Ivan Barbashev? No. 13 goals, no, and he has a hat trick the other day. And I don't know if his, if his parents and family, we got to check on this, if they've gone back to Russia, but somebody needs to keep them here. They need the to keep their visas here. You can't go back. they got to pull a He's Ryan Braun and lose those passports yep. on accident. Absolutely. You think he did that on purpose? 100% he did that on purpose. <laughs> he didn't want to go to Montreal. Oh, crap, guys. Like I, I, I guess I'll just stay here. I don't know what to tell you. For people that don't know the story, Ryan Braun, who I'm sure Cardinals fans are you know, a big fan of anyway, but he forgot his passport so couldn't go to the exhibition games in Montreal with the Brewers. Now, I've always wanted to go to Montreal. I've never been. I've heard it's a beautiful city. It is an amazing city. I'm wondering yeah. if Ryan Braun, has he played long enough to play against the Expos? I don't think I so. Don't no, because he's been so around a long either. time. Yeah, I don't uh, think. Lance Allen of uh, in Milwaukee joined Martin yesterday morning at ten thirty. He mentioned that he he couldn't confirm nor deny our, our theory that Ryan Braun did that on purpose. He did say <laughs> though he is very much a family man, and after being away in Arizona for a couple months, maybe settle in. Spend an extra day or two with his family before uh, the season starts, and he's got to hunker down in the baseball mode. That maybe, maybe some positive comes out of it for him. I was also looking up stats here because we talked about in the previous segment for Duke basketball. Now R.J. Barrett leads the team in scoring at twenty-two point eight. Zion Williamson twenty-two and a half, and Cam Reddish thirteen point six points per game. R.J. Barrett shooting forty-five point seven percent from the field. Zion, everything looks like a layup to this guy. He's shooting 68%. Cam Reddish shoots 36% overall. And all three of these guys, their three best players, are all shooting below 33% from three. And that's why, even though they're super talented, I feel like if they if they match up with the wrong team and they're not shooting well, because, again, they almost lost and should have lost. They should have lost, yes. To UCF, and that's when they shot well from three-point Rams. I just think that's going to bite them in the end. And it might it might be in the championship game. It might be in the Final Four. But that's why, after watching them play a couple games, I just see great players. I see almost an AAU-type team. I don't see a great basketball team. And that's why I think they won't win the national championship, even though I picked them in my bracket. So I hope they do. I'm still angry that UCF didn't win over the weekend. So I'm hoping they lose immediately to uh, uh, Virginia Tech, who did beat them, I believe, if, uh, before... This was without Zion, I believe. They had beaten Duke. I think that's correct if you go back. But, yeah, Virginia Tech is not going to be totally intimidated against Duke for sure. So our previous question in the Hollywood Casino press box during our five for the guys was where the Blues will finish in the regular season. Great question. And it was a great question. Brought to you by Greenville University. (laughs) Arizona beating the Blackhawks last night one zip, so the Blues were not able to clinch that playoff spot, but they're going to, and they got a few days off here before they play the Rangers on Friday in New York, but the Blues right now third in the Central with 90 points, six games to play, still have that game in hand. They've just had those games in hand all season long. That's been a a storyline all season long. When We kind of thought, okay, games in hand, but that means they're probably going to lose some of those anyway. In the last three months, we kind of assumed that every game in hand is going to be a win, and that's what it's been recently, though. No, and and here's... One of the reasons I think it bodes well for the Blues, we know that they're on the road this week. We mentioned New Jersey and the Rangers. Well, this weekend, two games for Nashville at Pittsburgh 
and they're at home against Columbus, two teams that are desperately trying to get into the playoffs. They'll have a, their hands full just trying to get points out of that. So I think that might be where the Blues do the uh, the jump, the leapfrog, and uh, and hold face moving forward. Because the end of the week, or the, the final week, Nashville gets Buffalo, Vancouver, Chicago. They should win all three of those. But it, this weekend could be the key weekend on whether or not the Blues can leapfrog over them. Do you think home ice, does it matter that much? And I understand this is coming off yeah. the worst time slash the best time to ask this question because the Blues just won four straight at home and have been rocking things. But unless it gets to a Game 7, and that's where, to me, it really makes a difference. But do you think in the NHL playoffs that home ice means that much? It's funny because it. I waver back and forth. And here's what it boils down to. If you've got a team that's dominating at home, you go, oh, it matters. But if it you got a team that's, eh, they're so-so at home. You go, oh, it doesn't really matter. I, I think it's whatever your argument is you want to make make that work. Uh, there is something that's going on right now here at home for the St. Louis Blues, so I think it would definitely help. They've been one of the better road teams in the league, but they've been really good at home. Uh, Jordan Bennington has been outstanding at home. So, look, if you can get a Game 7 at home, you'll take it. So that's what you're playing for, that opportunity. So, yeah, anything you can get to better yourself for that playoff run, I'm taking it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I think it could be important. As we've talked this season with the emergence of Jordan Bennington, who's been unbelievable, but for a while there, all of their their games and who is going to start, whether it be Bennington or Jake Allen, the schedule really kind of answered all those questions for the Blues. Knowing that Jake Allen is much better on the road and Bennington – Great at home, although Bennington overall has been the better goalie. But the schedule kind of answered those questions. And that's why entering this homestand, a lot of people thought, rightfully so, that Bennington was going to get every game of the homestand because they had days off in between. They had no back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we had Chris Kerber on recently, uh, he, he said one of the, the best parts about this homestand was not only did you win all four games, but you've really kind of set up and conditioned Jordan Bennington for a playoff-type scenario where he's going to get every start and he's got a day off in between every start and he goes out there and they win four straight games. I know the competition wasn't the greatest at the beginning when you're talking Oilers and Red Wings, but then at the back end, you're beating the best team in hockey in the Lightning and you're beating your counterpart in Vegas that was in third place in the other division in the West. So you're beating good teams, and I think that's just a good indicator of what we could see from Jordan Bennington potentially in a postseason series. That's a great point because there's so much, there's such a small sample size with Jordan. So we don't really know, okay, how is he going to react to this scenario? How, but the scenario playing every other night, which is what you have for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And if you make a run at it, you're doing it for over a two-month span. He's done it now for a little over a week here with this thing. And he's played very well against really good competition here at the end with Tampa and also the Vegas Golden Knights. So definitely advantageous for him to get that chance. I Here's something. I'm going to just throw this out there. Jake Allen, does he get a start in one of the road games in round one if you're playing Nashville? I think yesterday we set the over-under, or I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no. That's... Of uh, Jake Allen. Great question. Of, yes, another great question. Of Jake Allen, postseason starts at point five. Point five. Okay. I... I just wonder if at some point he gets that chance to Martin play. Martin said one of the over games. just based on Blues' history with goalies that something always goes wrong. Mm. Injury or mm. poor rough play. game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Let's say the Blues let's say the Blues get home ice. Yep. And let's say they fall behind O two. 
Uh-oh. And and Bennington has not <laughs> he's not played terribly. Right, but he but has. he's not played well. Does uh, Allen get the game three start? On would, the road where he's better. He might. I would say yeah, he might, because he's been very good on the road and he's won there in Nashville before. And if you're down 0-2 and you're desperate, you might make a desperate move to go, all right, I gotta go with somebody who's got a little experience here because Jordan's been a little shaky. Again, that's if he's been shaky. If he's stopped, you know, let's say he's stopped eighty shots in two games and he lost both by one goal, I'd say, well, no, he stopped eighty shots. But uh if if he left in a couple questionables and you're down O two, yeah, you might think about it. And I think it would have to be the imperfect storm to get Jake in there. Because and look, Jake's had some big moments for the Blues mm-hmm. and he's carried them in some postseason series. But right now, you're riding the best goalie in the NHL for the period of time that Jordan Bennington has been starting games. Don't you want to to use that asset and and see? I mean, look, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but the way Jordan Bennington has played, he could lead you round by round and and help get you through the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I understand we're saying, oh, what's he going to do? And that's fair because we don't have a, a postseason history to look at, and it's a very small sample size, but also – you could say, well, what if he could continue to do this throughout the playoffs? I mean, that's not a crazy thought to have. It's not. Look, a few years ago, Pittsburgh made a run. They started with Mark andre Fleury as their guy and ended up with Matt Murray winning the Stanley Cup for him. And a few years later, Fleury ends up on the, the list for expansion. I mean, it's not possible that you could use both guys and be successful and one of them just lead you and the other guy just be there just in case, get you through a couple rounds. I mean, it, it's been done before. Hawaiian Trevor on the text line, 855-282-8255, says home ice matters 100%, even more so with a rookie goaltender. Give me game seven at home 10 out of 10 times. One of our fine sponsors, Appliance Discounters, went there to get my refrigerator for my garage. Fantastic. The service is great. We've been at so many of the locations of Appliance Discounters all across the metro area. Great service, fantastic products, and great deals at Appliance Discounters. Before we get to the end of the day, Brian Hoffman. Charlie Marlowe. Some other fine sponsors to mention. We have two and a half, two men in the truck. I almost said two and a half men at the television <laughs> That's a good show. show. <laughs> Looking to move your career forward? Look no further than two men in the truck. St. Louis, two men in the truck is a moving company that is hiring motivated movers and driver supervisors. Team members will be trained using successful moving and driving courses, preparing you to excel. Two men and a truck. Offers exciting opportunities for career advancement, too. In fact, 75% of their managers started out in frontline positions. If you are excited to move customers forward, the opportunities are endless. Apply now at careers.twomenandatruck.com. And also our friend uh, Mark Milton. Mark Milty up the street at Woodlawn and Manchester. If you're having issues with the IRS, if uh, they're keeping you up at night because for whatever reason you've decided not to pay taxes, or if you uh, are facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage garnishments, if so, you should contact former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Mark Milton at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton provides a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on the TV and the radio. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision. It should not be based solely on advertising. On-air production meeting, 
Andy Strickland, is he ready? Is it too late? I think it's too late. It's too yeah, late. yeah. yeah. He, okay. uh, we I already hung up on him. Okay. Um, but he, but <laughs> that but, answers the question. But Andu did want to say that he was uh, Andu. I love that. Uh, he was Thank very, you. That he was very sorry. He was rolling on tape, and they couldn't break away. Uh, I, so, understand. So, I understand. I understand. I said I said we understand, but uh, thank you for letting us know. So on that note, it's time for the end of the day. The end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. Okay, so. Um, Uh-oh. What's going on here? This is kind of, all right, so my wife works at a local high school. And uh, they're putting on a, a play. But you can't say the high school, it sounds like. Um, she's not a big fan of it, so I try to respect that. She's not a big fan of the place she works? No, just she likes the place she works. <laughs> she's, not a big, she's not a big fan of me just broadcasting out where she works. That's but fair. I, I suppose you could do research and find out if you really wanted to. But um, they're putting on a stage production of Annie. The, uh, the play is oh, not yeah. this weekend, but the following weekend. And a while ago... The person putting on the play asked our theater manager, just asked around the school to all the, the administrators and teachers and, and whatnot, does anyone have a dog that we can use for the role of, um, oh, what's the name of the dog? The dog Annie? role. The dog role. I can't yes. remember the name of the dog in Annie. Um, Somebody will text in. They might actually might. Um, my wife just mentioned in passing that my parents, we have a family golden retriever. He's eight years old. And he's a well-behaved dog, doesn't have many I mean, he can sit and lie down or whatever, but he doesn't bite or jump or anything. So just in passing, she mentioned, you know, maybe, I don't know. The theater director took this as, okay, we have a dog. Um, so as a result, his name is Griffey. He's been going to rehearsals. He went to rehearsal one a week or two ago. He has more starting up this weekend than all of next week. Now, that's not, not the point of this. I just get an email from my wife asking for a bio of the dog. <laughs> For the playbill, they got yeah, the they got, they got to make the programs. A bio oh, and a headshot for the dog. I'm honestly surprised you don't already have a headshot for your dog. We do. We have photos of the dog. Yeah, 100 you do. How do you yep. write? Now, a... now I'm not shocked anymore. Why? Who doesn't take photos of their dogs? Exactly why I wasn't. I, I was shocked why you didn't have. Uh, no, I'm not worried about the photo. How do you write a bio for an animal? Just say when you got Cough. him, Come how on. old he's. You fun. of all people, this is your time to shine. What Here, snacks you, you like? Can, you, can, you can screw. You can screw with everyone who opens this playbill. Sandy, 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 Sandy the dog. You Sandy. can mess with all of them, Hoff. This is your chance. He has, man. To, he has to walk across the stage on his own, which I, I have very little faith in. And then he also has to sit while the role of Annie sings. Um, I think the sun will come out tomorrow. Yes. So that's that's so his role. Have, you don't have a lot of faith in his abilities. On, he's, he's, on, on stage, he can sit and he'll do that. He's a sniffer, so I'm I'm really concerned because he's just supposed to trot across the stage. I'm concerned about him stopping to sniff. See, now you could put he was uh, on standby for the dog in any movie. That's the thing. Do I lie? He Do I say he, he was discovered? This is what I'm saying. You, lie, you, yeah. you take advantage of this, you and lie. you screw with everyone who opens that playbill and decides that they're going to put their time into reading the bio of the dog in the play. Because if they're going to do that, then you have Stunt to double for you Cujo. have to reward there you go. them. Yeah, like make up a bunch of other plays and movies that. Are you kidding? This is in. the last. This is the last scion of the dynasty that produced Airbud. Are you kidding me? That's that. That's what this dog is. We're talking about Airbud's great great nephew here. There you Obviously, go. Obviously, there's just okay. talent just seeping out onto the stage. I just yeah, I'm not sure how we're gonna do the, uh, the whole uh, bio thing. Nonetheless, I have a plea to the NHL to the league office. Uh oh. 
I think it's it's all but decided. In all likelihood, it will be Blues Predators or even Blues Jets in the first round. Central Time Zone teams, please, no 8:30 start times. Puck drops in the playoffs. That's my plea. And okay. 8:30 is really 8:42. Yes, it is. And I say that not because I don't mind staying up. I just think it's a really fun series that deserves a better time slot for more people to watch. Because now you're talking 9:30 on the East Coast. You know, I, I know people like to throw kids around for these things, but I do think if you're a grade school kid, you'd like to watch the series because it's a great way to, to bring in younger fans, and it would be a lot of fun, but they're going to throw it late, and if it goes to overtime and doesn't end after midnight, then I'm up too late. But let me spin it back, though. If your kid's a big-time Blues fan, and we're talking a few playoff games, isn't that the time where dad and mom, for a special occasion, if the kid finishes his homework early and takes a nap that you let him stay up late uh, for kind of a fun holiday type deal. Is this what you're planning for Janie May in the future? No, I'm just saying if my kid was a huge blues fan, are you going to make him go to sleep? I, I understand both sides, but or her, I, I don't really care. I just, <laughs> I'm going to watch the game, but I, I get what you're saying about the late, but keep this in mind. I grew up when I first started listening to the blues and games didn't start till eight Oh five every night. So, I was stuck either, well, at the time, they didn't even broadcast home uh, on the TV home game. So I was listening to my radio late, late every night it for se- Blues games. It seems like Jordans are going to, to uh, determine a fair amount of success here in the St. Louis area professionally. So I'll ask this. In postseason play, what number is higher, Jordan Biddington wins or Jordan Hicks appearances? Ooh. Hold on a second. In the month of... For the month? Or Just are you for saying postseason oh, play? Post-season. Oh, postseason. Postseason play. Okay. Jordan Bennington Hicks. wins for April and beyond, however yeah. long it goes on for. Or in October, maybe into November, Jordan Hicks appearances. That's a great question. Ooh, that's so Seriously, tight. that's a really good question. I'm going to have to say, I don't want to answer it like this, but I'm going to say Jordan Hicks just because if each team gets a series, I feel like there's more likelihood that Hicks throws in almost every game, right? He would have been close, yeah. would be close, yeah. So I'm going to say Hicks. Okay. But I want the answer to be Bennington. I definitely won't. I'll go with Bennington. Bennington gets uh, 11 wins in the playoffs. Wow, because it almost seems like if you're saying Hicks, you're anticipating a short-ish stay for the Blues. Not really, though. I mean, the Blues could play a hell of a seven-game series. Yeah. And lose. And that's just how the playoffs are in hockey. And Bennington could have three wins. The Cardinals could get to the NLDS, and they could lose. And Hicks would probably pitch in four games with asked, off days. I asked this to wrap up the show. Chips, there are like two kinds of food that they're brought into the station. Or if I just encounter in general, I have a lot of trouble um, having the discipline to avoid it. Usually my eating discipline is pretty good. Chips are one of them. Toasted ravioli is the other one. Is there any kind of food that if someone just puts in front of you, you cannot help yourself but to eat way too much of it? Chips and salsa is tough. Chips and salsa is right. Hummus. There. Any oh, type hummus. of like hummus, summer really? stuff. I love hummus. Hummus with, oh, with your don't... tortilla chips or uh, vegetables. Summer sausage. I like naan with my hummus. If you if I order like pita bread and uh, spinach artichoke dip at like a restaurant, I'm cleaning that bowl. Like if somebody gave you... A box of Oreo double stuff, and they're sitting at your house. 
Oh. Are you going to be able to not eat those? Gonzo. No. Come I mean, on just, That's a good point. You're always, like always going to be yeah. like, this is going to last me a week because I'm going to pick at it here and there. Then there's just that one day where you just keep going back to it and you end up hating yourself after a little bit. I bought a big bag of popcorn at Chinooks the other day for like, of course, Hoff like goes five bucks. Like popcorn. And my wife and I finished you, it in like a day. You glutton. <laughs> it was delicious. Chuck. Is that the end of the day? the end of the day? All right, end of the show. Great show. Go to cardinals.com to buy tickets. They have a, a great uh, promotion, a winter pullover the first oh. weekend of the year, that first Sunday, 30,016 and over. Get it. How about that? And how about this uh, three hours? Good times. Thank you, Jim Hewer, Brian Hoffman, the Plowboy, Rockio. I'm Charlie Marlowe filling in for Martin and Frank. The hard line is coming up next right here on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.